Hello, this is Chris from We Hate Bards. I'd just like to thank you for listening to our podcast. And if you like what you hear, we have plenty of more podcast material on iTunes, or you can check our website at wehatebardspodcast.com. If you like what you hear, head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. If you want to join any of our games, you can look us up on Meetup at We Hate Bards. Membership is always free, and we have games going pretty much all week. If you want to support us and throw a little coin our way, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash wehatebards. Backers will receive early release podcasts and custom content, including homebrew games, custom modules, and more. So thanks again for listening. And now, on to the podcast. Greetings, and welcome to another solo quest with me. Chris will be playing today a wonderful game that I picked up uh, a while ago. Uh, well, actually, not a game. It's uh, one of the uh, fighting fantasy game books. Yeah, that's it. Uh, we played a bunch of these before. I always die horribly. Uh, you know how it goes. You know, fair is fair enough. But this one, this one itself, this guy, I've had on my radar for, oh my goodness, for a long time. Uh, this is uh, second to only um, uh, House of Hades, or Hell House, depending on which version you get. Uh, this is the one that I wanted to get my hands on for years, but it was out of print for years. Um, and getting a copy of this book, which I'm holding in my hands, one of the originals, was selling for hundreds upon hundreds of dollars. But found this guy at a used bookshop just sitting there, got it for a price of $5.95, scooped it up, um, and it is... Freeway Fighter, complete with combat system, monster encounters, and score sheet by Ian, Ian Livingstone, which I think was the same guy who produced a bunch of others and also produced uh, one of, uh, I believe he produced, sorry, I'm actually physically going to get up and walk across the room here. I think he produced, uh, oh no, sorry, that was, uh, was that Ian Jackson? Uh, no, it was Steve Jackson, Steve Jackson who produced it, uh, the other... Uh, uh, House of House of Hades. So what we're gonna do? Because uh, I actually forgot to grab my dice from over here. So if you'll uh, kind of excuse me for grabbing my d sixes, you know. Oh, hey, I forgot about our chalice. We actually have a chalice here in the Bard Studio, um, which is uh, filled with d sixes, which I think total about. I forget. There's something like, you know, 100-something D6s in there. Matt counted them out once. So, got my clackety-clackety's. For D6s, as with all fighting fantasy game books, it only relies on a D6. So, the interesting thing about this is not only do you, um, well, there's a couple different things. You have a car, and you also have your own stats as well. Um, you have a dodge interceptor um, with firepower points and everything. So let's let's roll up our character real quick. In fact, we have the driver's name. Um, let's let's his name be uh, you know Don. You know, no last name, just Don. You know. Uh, so we so we got to roll up our character so that we get our skill, our stamina, and our luck, which are three main statistics. Um, so we get a dice. So one dice add six to that number. That is your skill. So skill is ten. Okay. Um, roll two dice, add 24 to the box. That is your stamina. Woo! <laughs> Fudge! Snake eyes! So that'll be 26. Alright? It's not good, so we're gonna have to play it really close to the chest here. That's not good. 
Okay, so your stamina score reduces injury sustained. Med kit, uh, the med kit in your jack contains 10 packs of medical supplies to help you wounds. Using a med kit restores 4 stamina points. You may use the med kit anytime except when engaged in combat. Remember to deduct it from your med kit. Okay, because we have 10 med kits. Okay, so luck, roll d6. 6. That's 12 luck. It may not be tough, but you're damn right if I'm lucky. So, um, so yeah, so I can, I can, I can burn luck, uh, to do things, test your luck, subtract a point, uh, you know, to get more damage to attack or lessen the damage or do other things. Uh, so firepower, uh, this is for my card. The card just died at, uh, interceptor. So on my main sheet, I've got skill, stamina, luck, 10 med kits, 200 credits, and some equipment, which I have none right now. For the dodge interceptor, we have firepower, so roll a six, add it to your, uh, uh, box one seven that's some bullshit sorry uh okay uh fire increase during thing armor at two dice so that's six so that armor is 30 okay so i also have uh, uh a limited supply of bullets also carries missiles uh, four rockets and three can three canisters of iron spikes and two rear mounted oil sprayers and one canister of oil uh and oh with two with uh, hold on has two rear mounted oil sprayers with one canister of oil each which can be used when the option is given these missiles cross off your adventure sheet so like we can use those when we're driving around to use oil slicks or or missiles missiles always hit and always blow up whatever and destroy it so I'm thinking that we're going to be using those a lot. Um, prior to getting in. So combat is a little bit different. So normally you would roll um, roll two dice and add my skill, add two dice into their skill, whatever's happy, whoever does basically gets higher, gets does damage. Head-to-head uh, -head fighting is the same as in all, in all the other fighting fantasy books, um, which I think is like two points of damage. Uh, well, hold on a second. Oh, hold on a second. Uh, let's see. It says a hit causes injuries, represents protection of stamina. A bare hand punch reduces person's stamina by one point. But a handle weapon such as baseball bat can cause uh, additional. Oh, hold on a second. Uh, can cause additional injury. It's ruled. Okay. Important is, is the first to lose six stamina points, knocked out, and will be able to in uh, out. And you will be able, hold on. If you are first to lose six stamina points, you will be knocked out and will learn of your fate at the next reference you are sent to. Of course, if during cannon fighting your stamina is reduced to zero, you'll be dead. Um, oh. Interesting. Okay. Okay, let's see here. Uh, let's see. Uh, one die, duck stamina. Okay. Okay, so yeah, so if I lose more than uh, six stamina points, um, so a barehanded punch does one point. Weapons do a number of points, and if I lose six stamina points, the first one to lose that, then I'm knocked unconscious. Oh, interesting. Okay, that's different. And this is this is a lot different than normal. Um, yeah, so and it doesn't tell you what weapons do. I think they'll do a certain amount of damage or something. So basically, you're getting punched unconscious. Shooting's different. Uh, it's the same formula, but at the end, you roll a d6, and that's how much damage you do to the person. So we, I could get I could get ripped up pretty quick and shot to pieces. Vehicle combat is pretty much the same, except it's reduced from the armor instead of firepower, or instead of um, stamina. And it says it has fuel here on the actual character sheet, but I don't know what that is because there's nothing about fuel actually in here. So maybe that will be, you know, talked about later. So let me get a drink from my uh, uh, limoncello water. Mm. You should try it. It's one of the best LaCroix. And we're going to talk about, you know, the game, which... 
Okay, so this game was made in, when was this game written? I think in the 80s, 85. So, I mean, this has got a very, like, Mad Max uh, type of a feel to it. I mean, post-apocalyptic 80s, all the whole deal. So, but but get this. So the Vid News Bulletin, Dateline, 21st, July, 2022. Oh, snap. That is, that is close to, like, a year and a half away. We're from, like, the Road Warrior. Okay. So let's begin. The disaster happened just at a time when the world was beginning to enjoy itself. Nobody could have predicted such a catastrophe. World War III had been averted, and the power blocks of East and West were now working towards world peace and unity. Revolutionary farming techniques had all been eradicated hunger, and increased mobility had led to people's greater understanding of one another. The morning of 21st July 2022 had started just like any others. It was going to be a hot day, and the news on the Holovision was good. A government spokes, uh, spokesperson proudly announced that solar energy now produced 90% of homes and 70% of industry. The three-day work week was now the norm, and England was to play the United States in the soccer finals of the World Cup in Sydney. However, there were only hours to go before the beginning of the collapse of civilization. <laughs> Later that day, an unknown disease broke out in New York and spread with such devastating speed and fatality that before the governments and scientists realized it was happening, half the population was dead. The disease spread throughout the world, carried by aeroplane passengers and decimated population centers everywhere. All attempts at quarantine were useless. Four days after the outbreak, 85% of the world's population was dead. Communications, essential services, transport, and administration had broken down completely. There was no one left to try and find the cause of the outbreak. It might have been a mutated virus or some lethal germ annoying least from a chemical warfare laboratory. It was mere speculation and nobody really cared as survival was the top priority. The speed at which civilization fell into ruins was frightening. Most survivors didn't know why they were still uh, why they still lived and didn't know how to go on living. Brute force became the law. Riots, looting, destruction, and drunkenness were commonplace. People would even kill for a can of beans. Large cities were soon abandoned due to lack of food and risk of disease. Six months after the disaster, there remained two kinds of people. Those who wanted order again, and those who reveled in the disorder. Oh my goodness, this is like such like 80s Reagan era, like, you know, put the boot down on people. They want, you know, order, you know, we're bringing order back. Uh... The former group defended uh, themselves into small towns and built defenses around them. Inside, they appointed leaders and began the task of self-sufficiency. These fortress towns became the home of the military, farmers, doctors, and people concerned with their building of civilization. The other group lived a wild and brutal existence outside. They were the new barbarians, roaming the land in cycle or car gangs. They terrorized or wiped out any small pockets of civilization they came across. You are the one of the lucky survivors living in a fortress. Man, they're really going for it. There's more pages of this. Fortress Town, which has been named New Hope. You are working on the design of an early warning system to protect the town when you hear a knock at your door. It is two members of the town council, and they look very excited. They tell you that the radio has just picked up a message from the fortified oil refining near San Angelo in the south. The people there are willing to exchange 10,000 liters of petrol for grain and seeds to improve their food production. The inhabitants of New Hope could certainly use the petrol for uh, generators and agricultural machinery. Being offered 10,000 liters of this rare commodity is too good an opportunity to miss, especially as there are surplus stocks of grain and seed. The council agreed to, to the deal and are now looking for somebody to undertake the journey to San Angelo to deliver the sacks. 
the drive uh, and drive the petrol tanker back to New Hope. It will be a long and dangerous journey through lawless country. The two men tell you that they think you are the best trained person to undertake such a mission and ask if you would like to volunteer. They tell you that a Dodge Interceptor will be prepared for your journey. It will be fitted with machine guns, radio, roof-mounted rocket launcher, ram bars, loudspeakers, and various defenses, including rear oil spray, tire shredding spikes, armor plating, and bulletproof windows. You do not need convincing, as the benefit of New Hope will be enormous. This pioneer journey might be the start of a link between new societies trying to bring about civilization. So you concede, you tell them that you will do the job and begin your preparations immediately. Over the next two days, uh, you supervise the modifications of the interceptor. When it's finally ready, it looks like a battle car. You check it one last time to ensure the weapons work and that all your equipment has been packed away in the various compartments. You run through the checklist. Oh, hold on. I'm actually writing this stuff down because I have it. So I got map, uh, med kits, compass, food, water a full fuel canister so i guess fuel is full uh full fuel canisters uh two spare wheels excuse me oh my goodness lacroix coming back and flat you fix okay flat you fix okay instant puncture repair and tools i'm writing down tools as well i don't know if any of this is just like flavor text i'm actually going to remember this finally you put on the shoulder holster of your revolver ooh revolver Okay, revolver. Yeah. Of course you have a revolver, um, which carries your bullets and knife. Satisfied that you're ready, you climb to the driver's seat. Peering through the uh, narrow steel slit that is now your winds uh, windscreen, you see that the town's population gathered away if you could buy. You start up the engine of the interceptor and crawl forward to the gates leading the outside world. It is over a year since you last ventured beyond the walls of New Hope, and you are excited at the prospect of what you will find. Now turn over. At, okay. As always, um, I'm going to play this till I either die or complete it, um, which I'm only I've only completed one so far of these. Uh, well, actually, I created two. I created the Fire Mountain one and uh, the Forest one. Uh, which I didn't necessarily complete because I got all the way to the end, but I couldn't open the chest to win the, the thing. And the other time I got through the forest. But this one, you know, I have a bad feeling my car's going to blow up. Okay, so the, the goal is never get out of the car. The first, uh, so number one, the first thing to sh uh, to strike you as you cruise along the road is the speed with which everything has fallen to decay. You hadn't realized how much maintenance was needed to support civilization. All around, buildings are falling to ruin, abandoned cars of the road in rusted disarray. Grass and weeds have grown rampant everywhere. With nobody to hold them back, and packs of dogs and other wild animals roam freely. You stop at a small town some 15 kilometers from New Hope and switch her off your engine. Suddenly is deathly silent apart from the eerie yowl of a dog somewhere down the street. You're tempted to get out of your car to explore, but realize this is a necessary risk. You're about to start your engine again when suddenly the sound of a shotgun breaks the silence. If you wish to get out of the car and investigate, turn to page um, 126. Uh, if you would rather drive out of town, turn to page 34. Okay, so we got to find out what type of person we are how we're going to play this. So I'm going to say that we're like a bastion. We like civilization. We like order. Um, uh, so, you know, it's important to get the grain. I think it's a really good thing, but it's not a, a life-saving thing. It's not, you know, that, uh, you know, there's some type of illness and we're going we're gonna to need it. It's something that is not necessarily necessary. So we're going to say, of course, we're going to try to investigate. Like, what if somebody needs help? So if you need to investigate, turn to page 126. Okay. 
Okay, so you run across the road and press yourself against the wall of the building, half expecting another shot to ring out. Your heart beats fast as you creep forwardly toward the corner of the building and look around. There's nobody in sight down the narrow street. You take one step around the corner when a voice shouts, Okay, that's far enough. One more step and you'll be full of holes. Where are you from? If you apply you're from New Hope, turn to page 274. If you apply that you're from a lone, that you are a lone road warrior living nowhere in particular, turn to page 155. Uh, I'm gonna say we're from New Hope. I mean, they, they, they yelled for us. So they obviously aren't like bandits gonna kill us. So I say we're from New Hope. Um, yeah. Okay, so a man suddenly appears out of a doorway and walks towards you with a shotgun pointed at you. He looks at you sternly and says, that's where I'm heading. Been cycling for over a week since my station wagon was ambushed and my wife and son were killed. Stopped here to get some cans of food from a supermarket back there when some crazy dog attacked me. Shot one of them and the others ran off. My name's Johnson. Pleased to meet you. He puts down a shotgun and extends his hand for you to shake. He tells you that he is a builder by trade and asks you how much for his new hope and whether he is likely to be let in. You reply that it is another good 15 kilometers, and his chances are good. They need skilled people. You also tell him about the mission, and he and he warns you not to stop at Joe's Garage, which is about 8 kilometers out of town. They ain't got no petrol. They just rob people who stop there. You thank Johnson for the advice. Okay, so don't stop at the garage. So don't stop at Joe's. We're not going to stop at Joe's. Um... You thank Johnson for the advice, wish him luck, and walk back to the Interceptor. Its powerful engine roars to life as you turn the ignition key, and you screech off once again. Turn to page 34, or entry 34. So, as soon as you're out of town, zigzagging around wrecked cars and fallen trees along the road, further ahead you can see the road joins the main highway south. There is a small uh, filling station at the junction named Joe's Garage. You stop... And as you're intrigued by the hot rod parked around the side, looking clean and running in condition, a young girl suddenly appears out of the office, wearing a t-shirt and blue jeans. She smiles, "Hi, can I help you?" If you wish to talk to her, page 302. If you would rather, uh, if you would, if you would rather drive up onto the highway, turn to page 167. Huh? Well, we know where this is going. Let's get the hell out of here. Uh, so uh, turn to page 167. 167. Despite the hazards of having to avoid abandoned cars, the highway is wide enough for you to gather plenty of speed. It's exciting to drive so freely without fear of being hauled in by the police for violating some traffic regulation or other. You smile at the speed reached 190 kilometers per hour, but your joy is short-lived. You suddenly see a red Chevrolet uh, being reinforced with steel plating coming straight straight towards you. Somebody is sitting in a small turn on the roof, a machine gunner. You think to yourself that uh, that maybe having to deal with the police in the old days wasn't so bad compared to what is coming at you now. You breathe in deeply and get ready to press the machine gun fire button. Um, if you manage to destroy the Chevy in the vehicle combat, turn to page 178. Okay, so... Alright, so we're going to do some combat now. So I roll 2d6 and add my firepower, which is 7. So that's 815. Um, he adds uh, 10, and he's uh, 8, so he got 18... Uh, so he does damage. Uh, so how much damage does it do? I, like I checked for the uh, actual firepower, but let's see. Cars. Uh, let's see. Car combat. Combat. Hand fighting. No vehicle combat. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. Start hit causes damage. Reduction for its armor score. One more. One dice and subtract it from its armor. Six armor. <laughs> 
So he did hit six points in me. He he shot me over the machine gun. No way. No way. No how. No way. No how. I fire a rocket. Destroyed. Uh, if you may destroy the Chevy in this vehicle combat, turn to page one eighty eight. So I fire. So I only got four rockets. I already fired one of them. But like I can't with with that much armor damage. I got to get out of here. That guy's nasty. Turn to page one eighty eight. Okay. You stop the internet to examine the burning wreck. Who are these people and why do they attack you without warning? You shake your head and hit the accelerator, eager to reach your destination. You are passing a security truck and thinking about all the money inside, which is now useless. When suddenly a voice comes through on your radio and it's crackling static. It is one of New Hope's leaders. He tells you uh, how a gang of bikers have just attacked New Hope, killing eight people in the process. After a short battle, they were eventually beaten off. She warns you to be on the lookout for them as they have kidnapped Sinclair, the council's leader... This is getting deep. Okay. Council leader kidnapped. What's his name? Sinclair? Okay, Sinclair. Okay. Uh, you acknowledge the message and say goodbye. After an hour or so of driving without any further incident, you notice that your petrol gauge is dropping. Your intercept is very heavy on petrol. You stop and pour the contents of your fuel canister into the tank, realizing that you will have to find more petrol soon. A few kilometers further... Uh, and you know your luck has run out. There must have been a car crash at the time of the disaster, which caused a huge backtail of now abandoned cars. Is it possible to continue along the highway? You reverse back to the last exit and drive off the highway. You must decide which way to head along the road which crosses over it. If you wish to drive east, turn to page 341. If you wish to drive west, turn to page 66. Uh, let's go west. Turn to page 66. I have no idea of where any of this goes. So... The road heads directly west, and you are able to travel along quickly. It's really free of obstacles. However, your easy drive is short-lived. The road comes to a river, uh, which is used to cross, uh, but the drawbridge, which spans the river, is partly open, stopping you from driving, ac drive driving across it. You adjust that if you drive over it about 180 km per hour, the momentum should carry the interceptor across the gap to the far side. But then again, it might not. If you wish to try, drive across the bridge... Um, turn to page 270. If you would rather turn around and drive east, turn to page 159. We're going to cross that bridge. Uh, so we're going to page 270. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're just going to... Okay, so two page 270. Uh, so you were... Mind you, the, the artwork in this book is just so good. It is so, like, 1980s, Mad Max, like... Oh, it's 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 just it's just good. It's just really good. I think House of House of Hades uh might House of Hades. It, I haven't decided yet, but I really like this one. You reverse your car up to uh, to give you a long enough run up the bridge. You tense slightly, and the adrenaline starts to flow through your veins. The engine roars. You pump the accelerator. Then you slowly release the clutch and screech your way toward the bridge. You hit the bridge at 120 kilometers per hour and watch the dial rise to 130 as the front wheels leave the ground. Roll two dice. If the total is the same or less than your skill score, turn to page 70. If the total is greater than your skill score, turn to page 231. Uh, okay, roll two dice. Oh, fudge is greater than your skill score to page 231 i rolled a 12 oh no oh no oh no oh no the front wheel slammed down the opposite side of the bridge but the wheel wheel just misses the car slides backwards and plunges 30 meters in the river below you have failed in your mission 
Oh no! Oh no! My Don! Don, what are you doing? Oh no! Oh, I drowned! Oh, how this happened? I got too gutsy. I thought I could make it. I thought it was gonna be a luck check, and I'd be like, I'd be like, I got twelve luck. I'm good to go. But it was a skill check. They played me. They played me. Okay. Wow. Okay, so that wasn't even that long. How long has this been going on? Only about 20 minutes. Oh, that sucks. I didn't even get that far. But with the spirit of the spirit of everything, if I die, I die in these books. Um, you know, maybe I will make a second character to play this again because this, man, this was a really fun one. They got a lot of things going on here, um, which just tells you, because some of the other, some of the other books, they did some really interesting things that I liked, uh, like, you know, House of, House, House of, House of Hades is, or Hades is, uh, it's, it's, it's just a really weird book and it's really horrific, you know, especially for like a book for a young child to give them, uh, you know, it's it, and it's it's just really grim, and it's everything I like about that book. It, as a fighting fantasy book, it's very difficult and very challenging. Like you aren't going to beat it. Like it's near nigh impossible. Um, some of these other ones, uh, like the mechanics, like this is fun. The one with the forest is fun because you could go different places. Um, the, the original one was just a lucky thing that I beat. Uh, what was it? The the, the the warlock or something like that? Yeah. Oh, that 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 sucks. Okay, I'm 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 actually really steamed about that that I that I died so quickly and I thought that I was like had it on lockdown. <sighs> okay, so Don is dead. He drowned in a car. I failed my mission. My car blew up. <sighs> okay, all right, all right. Maybe next time I'll 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 make a better character that will um you know last more than twenty minutes. Okay, folks, so that was Fury Fighter. Maybe you'll hear part two sometime. Maybe later. We'll see. All right. So this is Chris again, playing my 1980s Mad Max fan fiction, basically. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time.